Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to Ruthie. I've been meaning to listen to Ruthie. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Come over and talk about it. Okay. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome back to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the show where we listen where we listen to uh, owls. Owl, <laughs> you got this. Where, so we've been listening to where we where we listen to owls. We've been meaning to listen to, to learn about it, and each our other guests. and our guests. I'm Andrea Bruce Lee. Uh, I'm Michael Limitado. Bad, <laughs> bad, not good, Slow, not interesting, boring. boring. <laughs> I'm, I'm Harper Thompson. I know so much about everything because I'm well versed, well written. I'm hilarious, and I'm also culturally uh, diverse. And I'm Stanley Philippe. I'm very cool, and you can find me at Snapasten on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, um, Stanley always plugging himself. Classic That's his thing. Here, here's my. St- Here's my here's my Stanley impression. I want to do it for real. Like, mm-hmm. like, mm. like that's it. <laughs> Shout out to my hilarious bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, but welcome to our fourth year anniversary. Four years of this bullshit crap. No, this our podcast is <laughs> like, I'll actually be like listening through my podcast, and it'll like autoplay the next one I'm subscribed to. And when it's ours, I always listen. Like yeah. I'm always excited to hear ours, and it's not just because I love to hear my own voice. <laughs> It's because I like our podcast. It's good. It's good. It's good now. I I, I am genuinely like really proud of like the progress. I, I, I'm not gonna. We're, it's not the point of this episode. We're here talking about Ariana Grande, Dangerous Woman, but also I'm just really proud of the show and how far it's come these last four years. The friendships we made along the way, the people we got to talk to, uh, the interesting points we got to make, and uh, yeah, let, let's keep four. More years or four more four episodes. More what are years. those? <laughs> Lock her <laughs> up. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, Andrew. I knew it one hundred percent. You were going to do that. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about dangerous woman, nasty woman. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> Who has a better singing voice? You think Hillary Clinton or Ariana Grande? Uh, speaking speaking of dangerous women, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> is Ari- Do you think what? Ariana Grande's name is on the Jeffrey Epstein flight logs? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is a Michael pick. I want to give a little bit of history on this album. Then I'll ask you guys about your history with the artists. And I'll start with myself as well. So not just because Stanley's eating am I doing this, but also because I want to do this. So this is Ariana Grande's third studio album. Came out in 2016. Uh, This is when I was at my like peak Ariana Grande fandom. Like she was my by far favorite artist at this point. I just thought she was like... I know she's like, I was kind of like on the forefront of the like, she's a Nickelodeon star, but I promise she'll be huge. Like, I'm not trying to sound hipster by saying that, but I'm just like, no, like, listen to her voice. You know what I mean? Like, I was like the cast of Victorious. Like, she can sing, sing, you know? And uh, I think her first two albums are both very good. Like, she has some hits from those albums as well. Like, Break Free, which has the famous Max Martin doesn't really understand English uh, lyricism, but 
It sounds amazing. <laughs> um, but I think th- this album was when I saw her live. Um, so I saw her touring with Dangerous live. Woman. Live from Tulsa. It's Ariana Grande. Featuring my weird toxic writers. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Salt and pepper. <laughs> Uh, but I was just uh, ecstatic to see her live. I saw her with my friend Claire, and we just uh, absolutely loved it. Like that was a show both of us had. But Claire is like my concert friend. We saw Charlie XCX uh, last year, and we will be seeing Kim Petras later this year for her. Yay! Uh, oh, sick! Bad album tour, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I love her. She'll still, play some great songs. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. I hope she does the Hamptons. You gotta let me know. I love that uh, song. <laughs> Wait, the Hamptons? Isn't it? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I, I don't want it at all. I don't want it. I don't want it at all. I don't want it at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a good song. The Hamptons would be a better name for that song. Thank you. Also. And that's been Harper's Title <laughs> Corner. <laughs> like, this new segment of our show. <laughs> like, I just rename every song. Wait, is the, does this suck? Should I not do all this history? I'm sorry. No, this is no, this really is great. funny. This yeah, is great. This is good. This is all, this okay. all great stuff. Yeah. Um, And I remember just like listening so much to this album. And because I was attending a private christian university like i was not really around other people who were listening to this album so i was like nobody listens to ariana grande like i'm the only one even though uh you know side to side has 1.2 billion <laughs> listens on spotify right like like this is not a unlisted to album and uh i think this is the start of her like imperial era to borrow like language from the pop pantheon podcast which i've been obsessed with that's like my plug listen to the pop pantheon podcast with dj louis uh it's incredible they talk about pop music in a way that i could only dream of um but uh she was kind of entering into her imperial era here like obviously her next couple of albums uh being you know Thank you, next and um, positions like those are huge. Like uh, fi- sweetener too. Yeah. Oh, and sweetener, yes, sweetener, sweetener. Thank you, next and positions. Like all those are bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, and then she'll be Glinda in the bad, wicked movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, she's just become like a global superstar since then and i think she was probably a global superstar at this point right um uh and i just think this album is great like listening back through it 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 gives me like that nostalgic feeling i think you know albums you love should give you for me so i have a very hard time viewing this through any lens other than like perfect album slaps perfect uh it's one of my only it, it was my only cd i had in my car i would just keep it in my cd player in case like my phone was out wow. of battery until my friend bought me the mama mia soundtrack so now i have two cds in my car Aww. pretty good ones i remember like a few years ago you said this is like probably in your top three albums of all time is it still do, do you still say it's that the case? i love it like i don't know if i have like my top three albums is such a hard thing to pin down for me anymore i feel like um i have like the disease where anything i've recently listened to is my favorite if that makes sense like if i love it like right now i'd probably say like that feels good is in my top three favorite albums of all time but like oh it's but so is good. that That's so is good. that true or is that like because I'm listening to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I love it. Um, I, it's like a, te- it, 
a preview 10 out of 10 for me so it's like it's in the upper echelon of things i listen to i'd still say i picked it for now it's a michael's pick in uh you know july 2023 so i would say it probably still is in my top three so what about you guys what are your histories with ariana andrew first of all we uh our first episode together was the ariana right. episode like and I, I, I remember yeah, i that's think so i cool. didn't like it that much at the time i had some complaints and it's not as fun like this is like a fun album like i I would put this on at a party like front to back basically and i think it would yeah yeah, yeah. whereas positions like the songs like safety net and stuff like that that are great but not necessarily like wow i'm having a blast you know i feel like the bpm is lower on positions (laughs) on this album yes yes. well i i this reminds me i was i want to tell this story but when i saw ariana live like everyone was like living for her right like it's like me straight like in quotes like there at the concert this prior to me coming out like barely but uh i we were next to these like six gay men who were all like really getting it for the show right like uh and (laughs) they were like living for every single song that came on and then sometimes starts to play which is one of my more favorite songs on this album um and they all sit down and pull out their (laughs) phone for like the three and a half minutes and sometimes plays and then they get back up that's the only time they sat down the whole show and i was absolutely astonished i was furious at those gay men <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna come out for another year because of you guys <laughs> so yeah like i i like um uh, so I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for her, like personal life like all the tragedies she's experienced like that's way too much um, I like that she's taking a little time outside the spotlight. My mild hot take is like, I like Sweetener and Thank You Next way better than this. Like, just, uh, I feel like she perfected the album. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like, just like, uh, while also still having songs, those two especially, like, they're about something, but still, like, are, I, I think are pretty pop. Like, I think are pretty definitively pop in a lot of ways, even though. Like, Thank You Next, which is, like, an album about, like, these horrible tragedies, is, like, you got Seven Rings, you got Thank You Next, you got these great songs that oh, are, like, really, I mean, really... Oh, there's amazing songs yeah. on all these albums, like, Bad Idea, Bloodline, NASA. Oh, like, my God, I yeah. mean, NASA. I, NASA's so I good, think, yeah. Like, I think these albums are great. N-A-S-A. Like, Sweetener is great, too. I fully agree. I just, this, I think this is more so my, like... Pin, like my needle got pinned in here and this so that's like this has become that album for me if that makes sense i you know we, we go back a long way me and ariana grande i watched a lot of nickelodeon back <laughs> sam in the and day cat. so sam like and sam and cat is what i was gonna say <laughs> yeah i loved sam and cat they were so kooky together um you know i carly victorious all that um and yeah, I mean, I think even when Victorious was on, I was, I, I agree, Michael. I was like, oh, like she's like weird, but she's doing something, you know? Wait, her character is like, you know, terrible in that show, right? But like whenever they would make her sing, I was like, this is embarrassing for the rest of you guys. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, the actress totally. who played Jade, I don't remember her name, but she was also an Liz incredible singer. Gillies. Yes. Liz Gillies. I saw her at an event once. She was at a Variety Women in Film event, and I saw her mingling, and I was so excited. I was like, it's Jade from Victorious. (laughs) 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 Um, But anyway, yeah, so 
longtime fan. I do. I will say my favorite Ariana Grande song is Honeymoon Avenue. Uh, so that's where I'm coming from. That one. Uh, oh my God. Uh, that's such a good truly. song, Andrew. It's really good. It's the opening song and yours truly. Um, and so, yeah, I was supposed to see her in concert in 2018, but I was actually at the time going through a medical mystery. Um, and so my doctor told me that I had to go to the ER the next time I had one of my like attacks of this something that was happening to me. And so I was like, I don't know when this is going to happen again. I have to like go to the ER now. But like, Ariana Grande. So I missed Ariana Grande, which sucked. But then I did see her the next year. She came back around. Everything was fine. So I saw her in 2019. That was like, thank you, next. But it was December. So she also did most of her Christmas music. It was incredible. Uh, Her Christmas music is so good. Yeah, her Christmas music is so good. She did like a a mini set of just Christmas music in the middle of the concert. Everyone was wearing like, you know, Santa skirts. It was really good. Um, I'm a big fan of the holiday genre so um that was very exciting for me and it was a great show she's one of the few making original christmas music that's actually fun yeah also i mean my queen uh, kelly yeah, but... yeah kelly kelly yeah. c is out there making some good christmas music too that's true she is out there she's out there so much making christmas music but we don't have to talk about no, her that's today. Okay. anyway no, that... she's your incredible vocalist that you stand which i she love her is... as a talk show host yes <laughs> <laughs> She is one of a kind as a talk show host, I will say. <laughs> Who else could do Kelly Oki? Nobody. Nobody. Kelly Ripa wishes. <laughs> she wishes. Ripa Yoki? That's <laughs> not as catchy. Like No. Except she could like... also Oh, you that that's a joke. I understand. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Clark Yoki. Clark Yoki. Steve's brother. <laughs> What, what about you, Stanley? <laughs> Clark Aoki, like Steve yeah, Aoki, that's guys. Good. That's really good. That's I, fire. I got it. Let's look at Ariana Grande. Oh, joke. Ha ha. Ha joke. <laughs> and before you move on, Stanley, I do want to say Ariana Grande, Harper, more like R E R Ana Grande. That's right. That's right. R. E-R. E-R. <laughs> when you went to the ER, were you singing, I've been here all day? <laughs> exactly. It was a very long visit, although they did find me in the hallway to charge me for my visit before Damn, a doctor even saw God me. God bless America, oh. y'all. Um, yeah, Ariana Grande, great. I think she's like the the last great pop artist. Uh, everything after her has been, has been like wow. really good, but not like great, great. Like we had an era of like, phenomenal pop music and i think she's like the last flag bearer for great authentic pop music that's my take that's all i'm gonna say she's like the last the last like um what's it called like uniculture pop star i feel like like kind of like stadium status too like they're they're great pop indie pop stars and like they're like billy eilish is a pop star but she's like kind of like artsy pop and like kind of emo-y stuff so it's like i think straight across like you know how people are like Oh, they're not really any movie stars anymore. Exactly. Like Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. kind of like Stanley. I would um, yeah. say I would argue that Dua Lipa is yeah, yeah Dua Lipa. I, get, I, I, I just wouldn't put her in the great great category yet. I mean, I think, I think she's on her way, but she she doesn't have enough albums yet. I think she has. Yeah, she's yeah. Because and she that last album was when she became great. Yeah, I you're think, right. So. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I think that she has the chance to be the one after. And Ari you know what? I was thinking about this. Listen to this. I'm like. Did anyone buy the CD for this album? Because I think that was the last year where CDs were really a thing, and I th- and I think that too, right? Like 
pop music was so driven by purchasing that album, right? Like purchasing the CD, mm-hmm. going to HMV and popping on your CD player and actually listening to it. And ever since then, it's been all. It's, What's the well, single? It's What's the streams. single? What's the single? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard to really measure what is popular because you can just stream anything, anytime, anywhere. So for her to be still part of that CD generation, but then drive the streaming generation to where it's at, I, I just think she's just a really important. Like in music cult, music history, she's going to have a Lisa chapter, you know, because, yeah. So that's all I'll say about no, that. I, I agreed. Uh, and and she's she's great with, uh, like, public mm-hmm. relations. Like, I, I, I don't know anyone who's better at handling criticism, trauma, difficulties yeah. than her. Like, I think she's a class act. Except um, if you own a bakery, because we know what happened. Okay, but we agree with her now. Yes. If I went in and licked a donut and said, I hate America, wouldn't everyone be like, go off, queen? <laughs> she was ahead of her time. Yeah. I do like that, like, uh, during that scandal, like, for some reason, Rob Lowe was weighing in, and he was like, literally? That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> do you remember when Rob Lowe went to a football game wearing a hat that said NFL? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad bit. All right. <laughs> I think one of the best parts, yeah. so for you listeners that are maybe new to this, one of the best parts of this whole series is when someone brings their record to the table like, Michael is so jacked up for this. Like, he's so, I mean, to, to go with this album, he's so horny right now because this album is fire and he has so much history. And it's exciting to see you really, like, kind of be passionate about. So just, like, just dig into it and let's 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 go on a Michael ride. Let's go on a Michael ride. Thank you, Stanley. I appreciate it. I do feel sometimes I will wrestle control of this show over, even if I don't like the album, which is like a problem I have. I'm working that out with my therapist, right? I'm listening. I'm talking through it. But I feel like on a Michael's Pick episode, like I'm allowed to kind of be a yeah, little harassed yeah. with it. So thank you guys yeah. for participating in a Michael's Pick episode. I hope you all still like me after this. But uh, uh, I do. Jerry's out. I do <laughs> love this album. Yeah, let's talk uh, about like what this album's about. Like, let's talk about thematic territory of this album, like horniness, general horniness, yeah, general uh, horniness, and um, like kind of like breakup feelings. Like, there's kind of both of mm-hmm. that in there. I, think. I also think it's yeah. very um, self empowering too. Like, as a woman, like mm-hmm. I, dangerous woman as the title, like I think is yeah. pretty encapsulating of the themes of the album. Right? Like, it's very. Um, you know, like songs like Let Me Love You, Leave Me Lonely, even like kind of non-hits of this album, right, are still saying like, I am choosing these emotions for myself. I'm not letting you put those on me, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And I think that's uh, like, imp- I mean, it's pop empowerment, right? Which is like, is that real empowerment? I don't know, but it is pop empowerment. Yeah, I wrote the same thing about that song. I That one's so interesting because ostensibly like the lyrics of the song are saying like, you know, like you make me feel like a dangerous woman. Like what you're doing to me makes me feel sexy and makes me feel empowered. But honestly, like listening to it, like the feeling of that song feels like um, her partner is like almost irrelevant there. Mm-hmm. Like it's really mm-hmm. just about her, mm-hmm. you know, so I really like yeah, that. This about album that for song. me feels like a, a fantastic voyage 
through the various eras, through the various eras of a relationship. So there's like the honeymoon era. There's the I'm kind of over you era. There's the I want you back era. And then there's a like, am I actually in love era? And she's like bouncing through them kind of seamlessly. And so you're, you're having these, I mean, it's like, it's, it's like a really awesome session where like you're you're going really fast and you're slowing things down and you're kind of questioning the partner and you're being selfish and you're actually acknowledging them being present and there's all these things that are happening at once and it's just very it's a very sexy album um but then it, there's a hint of vulnerability that that i love i really love so yeah oh great it's not all bad bitch mm-hmm. anthems which mm-hmm. i appreciate like she's a little sweetie sometimes which i think is what makes ariana grande ariana grande right we love that she's a little sweetie yeah i feel like there's like the thematic territory i thought was just like i don't really write a lot i just wrote like creative puberty it feels like this is the in-between point between superstardom like the pop uh, the first one was kind of like wetting your toes a little bit. And then this is like the in-between point, like the middle Pokemon evolution to like before she come, becomes like a pop Blastoise or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I think I think what you're describing is exactly it, right? Like it's like it's like she she is uh, from a pop perspective. She cemented already. So it's kind of like, OK, well, do I want to take this elevator up to superstardom? Or do I want to stay on this floor that I'm at, which is a really awesome floor that's elevated. You're, you're seeing kind of the pop landscape and you're kind of like, it's a great view. There may be a better view. So let me take this elevator all the way up and let me bring some of my my better, closer friends along for the ride at, at certain points of this album. But she's But she's also, I think, kind of like not exposing her vocals as much as she could have. I think that was my one critique. It's like, there's like parts where, yeah, for me, it's like, I guess I'm just so used to my, my image of Ariana is her on the voice. Cause I used to watch a voice a lot and her just being able to, to effortlessly belt these notes. And I feel like here there was a lot of tracks where she just didn't give you that. And I think it was intentional. Yeah, I think um, just about her voice and also, sorry about Christmas, um, she does that song with uh, Mariah Carey and Jennifer Hudson from Mariah Carey's last Christmas special um, that is so ridiculous because... Like there's three of like the best vocalists of I mean although Mariah Carey I don't know her voice is not as what at it was, one but point anyway, all but three of them have been great vocalists. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And so, but the, so Jennifer Hudson's just there and she's like, you know what? I know I'm good. I'm not getting involved in this. But then Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande do this complete like whistle note Mm -hmm. competition, just completely like unnecessarily in the middle of the song. It's so good. I just, and I think that's what I mean by pop, um, the last great pop artist, because I just don't see a Dua Lipa on that stage. I think also like diva, like pop diva, like and vocalist that too, you know. Yeah, she. I think she's the last great pop diva. I will say that. If you're following the tabloids, it's kind of like the in between place between Ricky Alvarez and Mac Miller. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the in between. If you want to follow it that way, which like I was kind of bummed out that Moonlight wasn't about Mac Miller. I was like, oh, that was my that was the mi- image I had in my head because of that that romance was like a very like stars born type romance with, with ending yeah. in tragedy yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have any other themes. Like right okay, now. Okay, if you're going to bring that, cause I, I've been wondering and this album, she started recording in 2014 when she was with big Sean. So there, there are a lot of tracks where I'm like, mm. I'm asking myself, are you talking about big Sean? Or are we talking Mac Miller? 
And the dancer, I don't really count. But is it Big Sean? So my <laughs> theme, one of my themes is, are we rocking with Sean? Or are we rocking with Miller? Is it Miller time or is it Sean John time throughout this album? And I think it's a funny way of looking this- at these tracks because it, it can apply to both of these really big. And obviously Mac Miller, you know, him passing away brings our relationship to a, a n- another level. And I mean, they were engaged and stuff, but like, but with Big Sean, like that was also a big relationship too. And so I, I'm just curious to know. Yeah. Like it would, be, it would make a little more sense if like it was. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is the worst thing that happens on this album. It's like, it's like she pulls out a gun and shoots me in the stomach every time she says <laughs> what love. It is so, un- it makes me like, I have to pull off my, I have to bleep it. Whenever it happens. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she, th- another, another theme is like, she's flying closer and closer to the cultural mm. appropriation. Oh so yeah. <laughs> like yeah, a little yeah. She's real. Yeah. It's like, it's, she be tanning. it's not that bad here. It's not that bad here, but like, it's like, she's you know, she tan is, in she this album. Tan. <laughs> yes. My note on that song was like, okay, Dolezal. Like, <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> no, no it, it's very, it's very Ariana Dolezal. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> any other any other themes any other <laughs> bad decisions sorry to the re stands for yeah. that <laughs> yeah so, so let's uh, let's uh take a quick break and uh get back to talking about dangerous women click and we're back look at that i get to say it this time how fun yeah uh so now we're talking about ariana grande's dangerous woman we just got everybody's you know little opinions on the themes of the album so that was a lot of fun uh next up we're going to talk about kind of our highlights of the album right andrew are we gonna do that you're allowed i'm allowing it he's giving, <laughs> like... he's giving me a thumbs up he's giving me permission i i don't michael michael you gotta own it man if you're gonna own it own it don't no, check I, with andrew that's a bit i'm i'm freaking oh. confident <laughs> af i i'm doing a bit oh, right bad. now I'm about to alpha you guys on this podcast. Get yeah. ready. I'm sorry, I'm Let's sorry. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm putting my fist in my hand and rubbing it and glaring at Andrew. Just Andrew, <laughs> though. Um. So let's. Uh, I think. I think I kind of want to start on lowlights because I think I have very few, and I think I'd rather spend more time on highlights if that's okay with you guys. No, that's a little out of sequence, but I really. My lowlights obviously are those bonus songs that we don't need to talk about. They're just kind of like pretend versions of uh, other songs she's done. They were like, they feel like demos of hits. Like Step On Up is like uh, if High School Musical and like something from My Everything had a baby. Like it, it's not good. Um, it, it's like fun, but it's not good, you know? Um, but I think my lowlight it's going to be bad decisions unfortunately it's it's fun yeah but uh ooh bad bad decisions ariana like <laughs> truly bad decisions <laughs> like uh don't say don't say we got that hood love in 2016 you knew not to do that it's it's also it's very basic and i know a lot of these songs are pretty basic but like that song at its core is very like Ooh, you make me make bad decisions. Like, what if we had sex? It's like, how is that a bad decision <laughs> compared to the other songs that you're having sex? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, like I think like the the trouble I run with this album a little bit is uh, the the genres are so varied. Like, I think there's an element of like she's just th- like the creative puberty to go back to the creative pu- puberty or just like 
personal puberty kind of metaphor. She's just like trying things. Just like, I'm going to do like a sixties doo-wop thing. I'm going to do like an R and B thing. I'm going to do a gospel thing. And that, but the breadth of the song subjects are so like, like there's not a lot of variety. Like, that I want like a song where like talk about your mom or something like give me a give me a little variety. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Talk about <laughs> like, your mom. <laughs> maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't be an A and R. <laughs> like maybe that shouldn't be my thing. I think normally I would agree with you, Andrew. But I think in this on this record, like I wouldn't want her to talk about her mom when when she's in the bedroom banging. <laughs> okay, now now that now that I've had sex with my boyfriend lots so many times that I can't walk, here's a song about my grandma Joan Grande. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, me, mom. Love you, Nona. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember when Grandpa used to fuck you so good you couldn't walk, me, mom? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh god. Oh, that's funny. I want to dedicate this next song to my grandpa. Ride that dick bicycle up in heaven, me, mom. Okay, rule of threes. All like, done I with get, that. That's my low light. <laughs> your, wait, your low light is just generally you want a song about her mom. No. <laughs> like, <I> just, <laughs> yeah, now that you now that you say it like that, it that sounds pretty good. Um yeah, I don't know. Like it just like it felt like um I just felt like kind of like t- after like uh greedy, I felt like there was a little bit of just like you kind of topped yourself with the, the first six, seven songs and stuff like that. Yeah, like the first half of the album is so incredible. Yeah. Um, and the, 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 the second half isn't bad. It's just kind of like, I feel I would just like cherry pick some songs and put them in a playlist instead of going like, I got to listen to this all the way through. <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. like I feel with sweetener and thank you next and stuff. like Totally. That. So uh, that's I, it. I hear you. I do think that 15 songs thank is like kind me. of, Oh, sorry. What were you saying, Andrew? I said, thank you for hearing me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Perfect. Oh, my God. You can't script this. I'm sorry. What? Thank you for hearing me. And then Harper went, oh. 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 (laughs) Fuck that. Anyway, (laughs) go ahead, Harper. Uh, Harper's trying to go. She's trying to wrap this episode up. No, no, no. I have no thoughts. I'm done. (laughs) Oh shit! Okay, well, I have a, I have a low light. Uh, for me, is "Let Me Love You." Uh, I I thought it was after that run of from Moonlight to Side to Side. Like we are we are in top tier pop culture here mm-hmm. or pop um, area. And then "Let Me Love You" is just kind of there's nothing really memorable about it at all. The Lil Wayne feature is not good. Lil Wayne has it's bad, actively bad feature. Yeah. Song. yeah. But this is bad Lil Wayne era too, right? 2016 is not 2009. So, so you no. get bad Lil Wayne, you get this, this track that doesn't really add much. What does my name changed from Lil Wayne to mm Wayne? Oh Lord. Like that makes no yeah, sense. It's, it's bad. So yeah, that's a low light for me. Let me I agree. Me. Also, it doesn't sound it's it like like Andrew was talking about. It's like of a different genre. It has those like chop vocals where it's like la, uh, 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 which none of the rest of the songs have any chop vocals in them. Like it makes no sense to have yeah, that in there. Yeah, I also don't want to think about Lil Wayne and Ariana Grande having sex. Like it's not like like I and I think like they're like the choice of features interesting because it kind of like 
the discordancy is the point. Like you kind of like don't want them to be together a little bit. Um, it, but it, it feels like peanut pickles and peanut butter a little bit. It's like, um, and it, it also like I, the low light I have is like the, the use of features feels very vampiric almost like it's almost like a very like, uh, I'll give you young blood. I'll give you like, you know, young audience, pop audience. And I'll, and you give me credibility. You, you give me like Macy Gray and Lil Wayne, like Nicki Minaj. Like Nicki Minaj is the most successful version of that. Like where it's like and that in sync is, and they, simpatico they, and stuff. You can like. tell they like each other. It doesn't feel like she bought. The, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like she bought the like verse. It feels like Nicki wanted. On cameo or whatever. <laughs> right. like, yeah. You know, like, like Kim Petras bought the verse for a loan. Sorry. I'm being like a Kim Petras hater, but I love her. But uh... yeah, if, if she's not like if so, someone like Nikki's not like into it, then it's not she's going to give like a little just like throwaway verse. Right. And they have a history of yeah. working together, too, like with Bang Bang, Jesse J. Shut mm-hmm. up. Still. Oh, classic. Still their best friend. <laughs> um, Women sticking together. Well, what's funny, too, is uh, suddenly before we like get too far off that little Wayne song. The two things I know Little Wayne really from, because I'm not seeking out Little Wayne's music. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like that, that is not for me. Like, if we listen to it for the podcast, that's great. I'll listen to Little Wayne, I guess. But like, I just know him from like features, mm-hmm. right? And the other thing I know him from is uh, from Roman Reloaded, uh, Nicki Minaj's album, the song High School, mm. where he has an absolutely disgusting verse where he says, "Pussy's so wet, I'm gonna need goggles." Which I'm like, that is good. I yeah. mean, that's just practical. <laughs> I think he was talking about like that porn law where you have to like, yeah, yeah, wear yeah, goggles. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All actors have been tested and wore goggles the whole time or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, here's Ariana's quote on uh, Lil Wayne. I think he's so dope. I think it's unexpected as well as he was definitely on my list. He's been on my list for a while, but I haven't approached him because I didn't know the right song would come along. And it really did. And his voice verse on it's one of my favorite Wayne verses ever. It sounds like old school Wayne. He murdered Not it. Correct. He did a fantastic <laughs> job. He did. A, it's throwback Wayne vibes. <laughs> I just found that quote funny. It felt like very Kendall Roy. <laughs> just like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very Kendall Roy. Oh, my God. Great reference. My voice squiggy. <laughs> <laughs> L to the OG. <laughs> the only throwback Wayne vibes I want is when I watch old Batman cartoons. Okay, that's all. <laughs> that's that was a, a good, good joke, one. Guys. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. That's a really good joke. That's a really good. Uh, joke. My favorite, my favorite Lil Wayne, like recent Lil Wayne uh, verse is in um. In God did. I don't know if you are aware of this. Oh, that's a great this DJ Khaled song. He says, um, "I fucked the world, and what I did, I practice safe sex, and I just lose <laughs> that's my mind yeah. every time." <laughs> that line is wild. I think her and the future chemistry is yeah, like, all right. It's I like it. Good. Yeah, um, I like that one. Yeah, I think that's yeah. much better. And that song is more interesting yeah. yes. too. It feels like a little bit avant garde, a little bit, while still being like pretty mainstream pop. Like it has those like car screeches that are kind of part of the song the like er, or or you know and i think i think every day is very good cool uh harper did you have any low lights i just wanted to make sure you got to speak on this yeah um i feel like uh i don't care is kind of a low light for me like it's a nice message of you know like i don't you know, care what people think um, about me and I'm strong and all that stuff, but it just really didn't do a lot for me musically. I think her voice that sounds one kind really of felt good on it. Um, but I mean, her voice, I feel like her voice always sounds I really agree. good. I, I just, 
I think that's like the part of the album that's a lull for me. Like, and I'm sorry, I really don't fight me, but sometimes did not do it for me. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm one of I those. Think it's so cute. I think so. you're like one of those bad gays. I'm one of those guys. I'm one of the bad gays <laughs> from the concert <laughs> sitting down. Um, but yeah, that one just I don't know. I don't like the la la la's at the beginning. Like I really struggled with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so like 10, 11, 12, bad decisions also kind of a low light for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I understand that as the run that you don't jive with, but I think sometimes it's so good. Also, unfortunately, and let's let's just go right into highlights here. I think Touch It is fucking amazing. Yeah, I do too. Um, and did you guys listen to the Final Fantasy remix of Touch It that I sent in the group Oh, text? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's really good. Literally, there's like this YouTube video about like, uh, like not Hideo Kojima, but like someone of that level, like with fi- the guy who like composes Final Fantasy stuff was like, yeah, I met Ariana Grande and he's like being translated because he's talking Japanese and he's like, yeah, uh, this was the song I thought would go really well in the Final Fantasy game. And then it like shows him like conducting the orchestra that's like going like playing the strings and it's like baby ain't nobody gonna and they're like playing along to the song and it kills me i'm like imagine having to be in that orchestra that's like playing to touch it by ariana grande i die again like we're talking about like her emotionality it's like when she's vulnerable it's so endearing and so wonderful um I just feel like sometimes the production drown like the Max when Max Martin production when it's great it's great but like sometimes like song like that like and that Final Fantasy song like the production's so loud and the vocals are like I feel like the vocals are the star attraction and then like the vocals are like too stacked on top of it a little bit it feels a little syrupy I do think that's fixed in her later albums like it's much more um focused on her vocals um I think part of that too, like I think this album being my favorite Ariana Grande album does reflect a little bit on what I like out of music, right? Like I love some some crisp, clean, good production. Like, um, and I think Touch It just sound it's like a perfect pop song. It's so like it's slow, quote unquote, compared to like, you know, side to side or into you, but it's like uh very good. Like it's a four and a half minute song that doesn't feel four and a half minutes, right? Uh, in an era where every song we listen to is sub three minutes, like this should feel long, but it doesn't at all. For me, it's like, I wish she would have uh, removed Lil Wayne from the album and put Rick Ross on this track. I feel like Rick Ross would have been oh, a nominal be feature for this. And that song is already really great, but I think with the Ross it would have brought it to even a bigger level. Um, but other than that, I agree. Like, I think it's a, an amazing pop song. Like, it's a really, really good pop track. Um, I do want to give a, a... I'll hit a, a highlight real quick. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I don't... Wait, you guys go. I have so many. Well, can I can I push back on Harper a little bit? Because I, I really, 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 really love Sometimes. I, I think I wrote... It was the first time I really felt Ariana on this record. And I mean, I've had, it was a fun first half, but this was her vulnerability really shining. I wrote confirmed vulnerability. And it's just, I love the guitar on that track too. I think the guitar really added an element to it. And then that line, because we're collecting moments, tattoos on my, on my mind. I love that lyric. I, like I that. love the visual of printing awesome memories and they never go away. And, and so I, I think there's so much 
rawness and because the album is so fun and so poppy and so sexy and so sugary like and i love sugar but this was this was the 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 meat potatoes the vegetables i needed to balance the diet and it came at the perfect time because you're right like every day isn't the greatest greatest i mean it's it's great it's just not the greatest greatest for me but sometimes Mm -hmm. is great i i fully agree i think it's her at her most vulnerable on the album um, I think it's very sweet in like a uh, emotional way, not sweet in like a like a sugary sweet pop way. It's like this sounds like a cu- cute relationship. Yes. Like this is like this is what I want out of my relationships, right? I want to feel like wow, that was so amazing. I'm gonna try to imprint this into my mind. Like I think that's so yes. sweet. And uh, I mean, it's a little the the double negative of like I'm not even thinking about leaving. I think that's cute. I think that's very sweet. Yeah, I feel like this kind of is more down to like what I'm interested yeah. to because in my notes here, I wrote like about being happy in a relationship parentheses boring <laughs> lol. So that's just me. Like I'm not oh, here for that. That's like so I funny. want <laughs> exactly what's making it a highlight to Stanley and I is what you're like. I hate this. Oh, oh my yeah, god! Shout out to Jonathan. Sad. <laughs> yeah, I want to be sad. I want to be angry. I want to be alone. Going through a breakup. Like these oh. are what I want from you know my pop songs. Is that I, yeah. I think you should leave sketch where he's like, I, I just want to be alone forever. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's uh, well, speaking of like good relationships, like Moonlight mm. is my high, like oh, number beautiful. one with billion, billion, billion times. Like it's like, first of all, it just makes such a statement of her of just as here I am. Like she's a very, she's a cynicism breaker where this song's like a cynicism breaker in terms of just like, wow, like I, I never knew that I could hold someone that way. And then also a cynicism breaker to the audience of, you know, maybe like, oh, this Nickelodeon girl, who's this little brat or whatever. And then she's like, the chorus hits and everyone in the voice competition is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all like hit that. the button yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they turn around and she's been beautiful the whole time. <laughs> unlike, if <it> was, <laughs> unlike if it was Susan Boyle, the hideous ogre that sings. <laughs> Uh, Isn't it crazy that Susan Boyle? Nice. What we what we loved about Susan Boyle was it was like, isn't she hideous? But listen to her beautiful voice. Like that was literally what we uh, loved about Susan Boyle. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but like it's it's a and that her name is Boyle, dance. a famous ugly thing. <laughs> shout out, okay. shout out to Susan Boyle. Like, hope you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's I know this is a Michael episode but there needs to be guardrails. <laughs> Let me talk about Susan Boyle. Yeah, let him live. <laughs> let me pop the boil <laughs> if you will. But it, uh, but like well well yeah we're talking about pop music. Uh but like it's like <laughs> it's a it's slow dance at a wedding music where you're simultaneously sure. present but you're looking forward to the future mm-hmm. a little bit. Like you feel safe in no, there. No, this is Wait, no. This is baby making music. We're not slow dancing at the wedding. We are at the honeymoon and we are making a baby. This is the okay. honeymoon phase. This is what it sounds like to be like just raw in love. Not not. Oh my god, my parents are here. I'm so happy. you you. You think it's like you're thinking about her mom. Like it's not about the family being there. It's about hey, I'm I'm gonna take you down tonight. This is how yeah. I feel when Susan Boyle singing and I close my eyes. Stop! <laughs> Come on, stop! I love the lyric on this on this on this song when she goes this this. No, stop! Stop! I want to say this when she says the sun is setting and you're by my side and the movie is playing, but we won't be watching tonight. <laughs> 
Like this is Bay making music. Probably because Susan Boyle's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching you're watching like 2008 archives of american idol like. it's a susan boyle documentary on netflix we all watched it it's amazing all right all right <laughs> <laughs> I, but i mean this is the only thing i wanted to say about this like this episode like this little point i'm here like uh, but like um like it's feeling safe in their arms but while also creating a safe environment mm-hmm. for the other person and like it feeling good to create that for this other person. Like I've been on dates where I felt like this totally. and it's the greatest feeling in the world. And like 90% of my motivation is trying to get that feeling again. <laughs> like it's, and like when I listen to the song, I'm bummed out mm. when the song stops because I want to live in this feeling forever. But the, but it's a it's also a reminder that you can't live in this feeling forever. That even in the best relationships, there's going to be peaks and valleys, and you have to either try and work towards this again, or you have to find someone else who meets that, who makes you like breaks your cynicism. I and- do want to say this first half of the album has like the best songs, like starting with Moonlight. Totally. Dangerous Woman is incredible. Be all right. Mm. In a similar vein, I think of Moonlight is like and. It's just like a showcase of her like talent. It's like mm-hmm. I think it's a song only Ariana Grande could do. I think this album screams Ariana's personality mm-hmm. more than her previous two albums. I think that's part of why I like indicate this as like the start of her like imperial era a little bit because like only Ariana Grande could do Moonlight. Only Ariana only Ariana could do Be Alright. Only Ariana could do Into You. Like the greatest pop song of the 2010s, "Into You," um, it is a goosebumps every time kind of song. Like it is in the top tier of all time pop songs. Like if I am in a bad mood, no matter what, like "Into You" will get me going. I love "Into You." That's my number one from this album. Oh yeah, I I think that um, a little less conversation and a little more touch my body is like one of the best pop lines of all time. It's like really up there. It's so good. And it has the uh, amazing thing all pop songs need a key change at the end Um, along with Greedy which also has an incredible key change. Uh, Greedy and Into You both so good. When, When we saw her live during Greedy at the key change, these confetti cannons exploded and the confetti was little dollar bills of Ariana Grande that said uh, like ten million dollars. Greedy, like I'm greedy underneath her face, like where where it'd be on the president dollar or whatever. That's so fun. I was like, I love this. I lost it when I was moving, which made me very sad. But I kept it for a very very long time. But greedy, greedy, I love where it's placed because "Let Me Love You" was again kind of disappointing. And then that first note on Greedy, it's kind of Ariana acknowledging, okay, I got the low-wing feature. It wasn't really good. I'm going to hit you all with, like, that note you wanted to hear. (laughs) And right away, you hear that note, and you're back to loving Ariana and loving this album so much. And then Be All Right. So I watched um, Drag Race for the first time ever um, this latest season. And there's a a contestant, Anitra, who would walk the fucking duck. And so now I I Mm kind of use that as my, my scale to figuring out if a pop song really hits me. And I wrote that this song, you can almost walk the fucking duck to. And that's, that's how great to be. All right. Yes. To be all right. Like that's how great I I tried. And I, I hurt myself, but (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> but it's but it's so good. And I was saying, I was I wrote down as well that with this track because it's like it's like Moonlight Bay making music, Dangerous Woman Bay making music part two, and like you're in this this sex era, and then Be All Right you left during my sex era, <laughs> yeah, and then you left the bedroom with Be All Right, and now you're at a day club and you're just you're gonna have sex at the day club. So it's like. It's such a it's such a really awesome perfect way to start this album. That one two three combo I think is like and then into you like you said, like pop royalty right there. It's it's a fire album. It's a really oh, yeah. really great album. I think. Uh, me, I love it. And too. then side to side, you've had the sex, oh, yeah. and now you cannot walk straight. Uh, and side to side is so good, guys. Like I know we've all heard it, it a good. billion billion times, but that's because it's. Freaking good! It's so good. Have you you've totally. seen, You guys have all seen the music video, right? For side yeah, to of side, course, of course. Where she's she's riding like a bike, and she has her hair in a ponytail up through like this hat. She's wearing a hat, and my favorite thing about that hat is the full back of the hat is cut out, like like it's just basically like a <laughs> visor, and then this little bit of a hat, so that her hair can be coming out in a ponytail behind the hat, which it's kills fire. me. Like. The brand was so strong. Mm-hmm. Her ponytail mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. Side to side is so good. Like it's the first of all the like when you just listen to it, it's like oh this is great for spin class or whatever. But it's also like if you list like if you really uh, listen if you to like, the lyrics, oh, the beautiful lyrics. It's like whoa, <laughs> this is really kind of. But it's like not like ex- that explicit either. Like like it's kind of more suggestive, and like the. Nicki Minaj features. She's operating oh, at a peak that's, here. That's she's like top tier. Nicki. She's me. Classic. Nikki. She's meeting the moments like the 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 rise of Ariana and like meeting the peak a peak of Nicki and just like the wrist icicle right dick bicycle is so iconic, so funny. And if you want a Minaj, yes, I got that's my bicycle. That yeah. is. That is amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like punchline rap. Where like I think Big Sean kind of invented that that punchline rap style, and and but Nikki is so good at it. Like she because she's an amazing writer. Like I think I think in in the hip hop world sometimes she doesn't get enough love. Probably because love her tweets, <laughs> love yeah. her tweets. But but you know like that probably because she's a woman, she doesn't get as much love. But she is like pound for pound, one of the top five, I think, writers of this generation of, of hip hop artists and her and Ariana, like we said before, right, they have undeniable chemistry. So it feels like two friends are actually recording this track. It's not industry friends who are told, Hey, scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's not purchased. It's like, like the last thing I'll say about this song is just like the, why Nikki's so great and why like, why Nikki's so great on this like album is like as a feature artist, like she knows how to modulate her herself. It like on a if she's in the pocket, she knows how to modulate herself really well. Like how like Monster and then also like the Beyonce song, Feeling Myself, like she modulates herself really well there. And like the it's it and she's just like, oh, this is a pop song. This is like kind of like a sexy thing. Okay, let me modulate the tone and stuff like that to match it and and elevate it too. So, and it's so clever. Every line is so clever. Uh, Nicki Minaj is one of my favorite like joke rappers, if that makes sense. Like, where where she could say a joke and it doesn't feel like you are a stupid, like you are dumb for doing that. Like, she's actively funny. It's re-listenable. 
it's still good while being funny. You know what? Like that's such a thin line to walk. Talking to you, Bo Burnham. Harper, what's a highlight for you? Like, what's up? Like, we have to get to you. Did like, we not get to me? Um, I feel like, I mean, I think we've talked about a lot of them. Um, you know, I like Be All Right a lot. I feel like that one's really fun. It's a bop. I wrote, I wrote down It's a Bop. A lot of these I just wrote down It's a Bop as my note. And then I started writing It's a Sexy Bop. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about a lot of these. Um, I actually do enjoy Every Day. Like, I feel like that's like such a great, like, you know, radio song. Like, it's maybe not, like, the best song on the album, but when I hear it come on, I'm like, every day, every day. You know, I get really into it every time. It's It's got a good good vibe to it, for sure. And this isn't a highlight, but I just think, like, if you can get Macy Gray on an album, like, yeah, that is a great idea. She's so good. Like, I heard, like, you know, when she starts uh, yeah. singing, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man, this is amazing. And I don't think that she and Ariana really vibed a lot at all. Um, but, you know, I'm still glad to hear her, so I wasn't too mad about it. Um, but yeah, so I guess, yeah, tops, I mean, we really talked about all my top songs, but into you, I think into you is probably my highlight from this album. Yeah, I really, I really love leave me lonely, yeah. to be honest. I, I know, I know they don't necessarily have the chemistry. Thanks for being honest. Uh, can I be honest? Like, I like being honest. And honestly, yeah, yeah. this is one of my favorite tracks on this album. I think, I think Macy Gray adds, and I, and I, I wrote my notes. I should kind of preface by saying i preface already talked about it but i wrote my notes by kind of listening to the album and then just whatever i felt at that time not really reviewing it too too much and so when i was listening to it i wrote oh best song of the album and and because of the macy gray grittiness on it like because ariana is so good at singing it's she's she's a little bit too good sometimes at singing when it comes to pop tracks and with macy gray it gave me that grittiness it's like if you're having a meal and it's like everything is perfectly kind of manicured almost and you get something that's just throws you off that's what macy gray was for for uh on this album and i love that i really love that i feel like this song would be really good for like if there was a promo for a yes. show on abc about spies that were like yes. fucking you know like like an enemies to lovers yes. spy thing i feel like that song would be really good for that yeah i'd like like the theme like another theme just like throughout is just like uh, we're talking about like the album's called Dangerous Woman, and like she's not like literally like dangerous. Like she's not like Elizabeth Holmes or whatever. It's like more of a just like, <laughs> like the, the most dangerous. Woman. I don't know. Like frauding people's not good, but like it's like the idea of like oh, he gave it to me. Theranos, Theranos, Theranos. <laughs> I've been here all day. I've been here all day. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it's like it's like more of just like this like teenage recklessness mm-hmm. like I know she's not, not a teenager but like there's less, uh, like which is relatively safe and it's just like a normal thing like a lot of teenagers like or young people go through young adults go through and it's like you know like my friends are saying like hey don't meet up with this guy but like you know when I walk home side to side it's like it's worth it or whatever and feel, there's a little bit of like fucking around and finding out like literally and figuratively of just like she also has to deal with like the emotional wreckage of some of these choices she's making. I'm just like, man, I'm really like lonely. Like I broke up with this person. I'm going to like have sex with a stranger or like my ex or whoever, or like, 
I am, uh, you know, leave me lonely is kind of like the wreckage of that or just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's an awesome, again, it's a fantastical ride where like, like you say, you know, if you had to, you know, describe the idealistic teenage love, then that's what it would sound like, right? Like it would sound like dangerous women and Bela ride and into you inside the side. But then there are moments where it's like, yeah, you know, through that, all that fucking, you might get your heart broken and then you can make a decision to resume fucking or you might then say you know what i need a moment to kind of look in look inside myself and hello greeting greetings partner i've made a decision i would like to resume <laughs> fucking <laughs> thank you for your consideration <laughs> she broke something else if you know what i mean her her peloton bike seats <laughs> oh that's what the kids call it that's what the kids call it okay okay yeah uh let's all go through this album give it a rating out of 10 uh, you know, you can give it a fun little metric. I don't need to explain it to you guys. We're all hosts, so we get what's going on. Um, I'll go first. Um, obviously, this is a Michael's pick. I love this album. Uh, it might not be uh, like an album about very much. Like, it is just an album of pop music that slaps. Like, being able to go back and re-listen through it over and over was like the highlight of this week for me. I've really enjoyed being able to go back and visit it, knowing I get to talk about like my favorite album. I don't know if I've been able to express how much I love it. Like I, I know I've been pretty jazzed about it, but I love this album. I think like greedy and into our incredible songs. Um, and none of our other work has ever um, like keyed in to me. And as a, as my metric, I'm going to get it 10 Give it 10 tattoos on my mind mm. out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, uh, I really enjoyed this album. I think I think that sometimes there are albums that, you know, are in that in that specific era. So 2016 era that don't translate to 2023. I think this one does uh, minus one one track. Um, and so I think that she did a great job of, again, bursting through the pop kind of echelon and saying cementing her place as an all-timer uh with this album uh so for that reason i'm gonna give this nine ariana out of out of ten (laughs) i was gonna give it a 10 dick bicycles out of 10 but i i I was like that's so crass michael 10 10 expanded balls that my cousin had from the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> ten, 10 vaccines are bad tweets out of 10. <laughs> 10 retweeted Tucker Carlson videos. <laughs> like uh, oh, man. It's hard being a hip hop fan. So, like, so like, it, it truly is. Like, uh, Harper, where are you at with this? Uh yeah, I I like it. Um I do think that there are some some parts that lull for me, so I can't give it a, a 10 out of 10, but I will give it an 8.5 out of 10 James oh, Dean eyes. Oh, nice. that lyric is so good. See, Harpy, you you are classy. That's really nice. Yeah, so I think this is like I think there's some great songs on here, like really masterful masterpiece songs on here. Um I think just sitting through it, like in the entire, because it's like kind of about nothing. I was a little like, uh, and because it was like, again, cause there's so many genres thrown at me. It felt like there's a little bit of insecurity going like, which she like kind of res like resolves with the later albums, even though those are like, there's a lot of trauma and strife going on there. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's cool watching like a star rise, like just, um, th- 
Moonlight makes me cry. Like it's my one of my favorite Ariana songs, like of her entire discography. And side to side's great. So like uh first like seven track. I, I would love it more if it was just like a seven track like thing. I think like the rest are good, but like I could It's long. It is long. Yeah, like and I I I I don't know like how much he was like thinking about like let's make an album, you know, necessarily. Right, right. Um so yeah, I'll give it six goods out of ten. <laughs> like bad. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. No. I I could give it like uh no, I could give it six uh wrist icicles out of ten. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, wow. Way to leave him lonely there, Andrew. Gosh. That's what was yeah. So what now? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us has to die. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> have you guys seen that interview of Azalea Banks where the uh, radio host goes, So Azalea, I I, 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 from what I could tell you, like make music for gay people, right? And Azalea Bank, Banks goes, "Yeah, I do," and then just looks at him and goes, "What now?" <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> Michael, I do think there's something. Sorry, just really quickly, I think there's something to having a CD in your car or like owning the CD oh, of yeah. something that really changes like the mm-hmm. value of an album because you're so right. For, That's part of for it. me. My album that I think is like that. I do not have a car, but I have had many CDs in my life. And the pop album that's really like that for me is Stripped by Christina Aguilera, which is such an important album to me. And I think start to finish the whole thing is amazing. But I would fully understand if someone said it was unlistenable after track twelve. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. you know, like and that's it's a twenty for me. Like we didn't even talk about New Better slash Forever Boy, where I'm like, I love this, and it's like. To you guys, you don't even think about that song, but I'm like every single song when it comes out, I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's it's a car totally. album. That's wonderful. You know? Yeah, yeah, mm. and like, uh, yeah, I'm bad. I'm a bad person. So let, <laughs> let's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so happy for our anniversary to us. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like, do you, do you feel celebrated? <laughs> yeah, I feel. <laughs> This thing I created. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's. Uh, uh, any pl- uh, plugs? <laughs> I don't know what we do. Like uh, Harper, what are your plugs? I don't know. I only watch Grey's Anatomy now, and there's no like. I'm sure there is, but there's no letterbox for TV. I'm so mad that when I started Grey's Anatomy, I didn't think about doing an, a TikTok for every single episode. Because that's how I could have gained my following. But now I am 15 seasons in and it's a nightmare. So anyway, I don't know. Follow me on Letterboxd when I go back to movies. Yeah, yeah. Follow me on, on Snapasten. Uh, so follow me on Instagram, Snapasten. I'm going to try to add more content, I think, in the next uh, couple of months to years. And really get my, my follower count up to, to double digits because um, it's been... It's been <laughs> From three, yeah, three I went to my months. mom. Well, it's actually four. I went to my mom to stop following me, and then <laughs> uh, no, no, follow, follow the show, follow me. Yeah, I'm snap us on Instagram, and yeah, I hope you all like this episode because I think it was a lot of fun. And uh, I wasn't here for the four years, this is my first year being here, but I can tell you all, uh, these folks are amazing people. And they put a lot of work into making this a really special podcast. So if you listen once or listen to every single week, like, thank you so much. There's more hot fire coming your way. Uh, more Michael picks coming your way for goddamn sure. <laughs> like and let's every just, week. Let's just, <laughs> just keep the party going. Let's just keep. 
See you next week for <laughs> Lotus by Christina Aguilera. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do it. Buddy. That's like, bad. I don't want Lotus. That's bad. <laughs> okay, next Michael's pick. I'm going to declare it now. Are you guys ready? Well, yeah. It's going to yes. be uh, Ally X. Will oh, be the wow. Next wow, wow, wow. Will be X. So, not Cape God because I don't like that album, but it will be a different Ally X EP. So it'll be short. It could be like a mini sode. <laughs> huh? Huh? Andrew's smiling. He's giving me two thumbs up. He's saying next week. He's a calendar up. He's po- he's circling a day. <laughs> hey, Sendley, thank you for plugging the podcast and saying nice things about us. That's that's a very, very yeah. kind. Stanley, everything you said, because I also have not been here, and you're so classy for uh, saying all those things, and I uh, no, am not. I, you inspired me to say that. <laughs> I was trying, like, what would Harper say in this classy moment? And so I, what I was going to say was a Big Sean joke, but then I thought that's inappropriate. So let's keep her classy. Uh, I, I'd like to plug that Nintendo DS he was holding in that dick pic of him. That is crazy. That, it goes, <laughs> and crazy. there goes the class. <laughs> Yeah, so all right so yeah you can follow me at andrew ambrose lee on instagram and tiktok no, you, no shut up okay you can follow me at andrew ambrose lee on instagram you can follow the show at ibmtltt on instagram tiktok and facebook uh write us an email i've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com uh leave us a five-star rating on apple podcasts or spotify and uh michael what song would you like to play us out with what do you got Let's play us out with Heart to Break by Kim Petras. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Have a good day. Click. Three-part <laughs> harmony. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs>